And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the third episode. We actually got to the third episode. We didn't give up after two of the Finish Line Formula podcast, where we give you the ingredients to not only get you to the start line, but also to the finish, because we all love finishing. We are back with the Noosa Marathon, boys. Let's get into it. We are back. Welcome to the third episode of the FLF podcast. Welcome to the show. We are joined by the esteemed NMB. Got that in one go once again, who are briefly going to introduce themselves. So everyone out there, let let everyone know who you are. Let the people know who you are. Let's start. I don't know where we want to start. Will, you can start this time. Awesome. Just, a brief, just a little brief intro. Nothing too spectacular. Yeah, it's easy. Uh, my name's William also known as Willis, and I'm one of the members of the Marathon Boys, Noosa Marathon Boys. Hey, I'm Cameron. I'm your average kind of group fitness class and been roped into a marathon now doing sub 3.30. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Goes without saying, I am also part yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> and my name is Sean, also known as Daddy Sean or formerly Shirt Off Sean. And as yeah, you man, can tell, I'm part of, part of the podcast. didn't last very long. <laughs> nah. <laughs> anyway, uh, my name's Nick. If for all of you who don't know, you should know by now. It's the third episode. But it, for all of you who don't know, my name's Nick. I think we'll get into into today's. But before we do, real quick announcements. Week two, done and dusted. So now we're officially 16 weeks out from the noosa marathon um and the other announcement is this time last week when we filmed the podcast it was four of us and now it's 4.5 sean do you care to do you want to announce this i don't know if you want to yeah yeah that's fine yeah so as as of tuesday at 4 a.m i am now officially a dad and it's fucking awesome now let's go moving on now Yeah, keep going, Sean. No, it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, we filmed filmed the podcast last Saturday. Then Sunday happened. Went for the lovely nineteen kilometer long long run. I went to bed and woke up to Erica in labor. And the last week has been absolutely wild. I don't have a screenshot on me, but I shared with the boys that we're averaging three hours of sleep per night. So. Yep. Yep, and that's going to touch on what we're going to be talking about today in terms of getting it done whenever mindset and um goal setting so let's do it should should we'll get into it anyway other announcement is podcast availability we're getting them up on youtube now they'll be on spotify is our main one at the moment and then follow the instagram page finish line formula all one word spelled how it sounds on instagram and we're we're gonna get that up i think we've we've taken photos this last week when we all got together so we, we should have we should we will have some good content coming coming soon uh where are we we didn't get any feedback this week maybe because the podcast episode two was so good we just didn't get any feedback so um i think we should all pat ourselves on the back and we can skip 
skip forward but it gets well and get straight into the topic of the week which is we put it out there to the thing i don't think anyone voted that's what happens when you got no listeners you put a poll out no one actually likes it so we just did an internal poll between two topics and the one that we landed on is the mindset and goal setting uh so we'll, we'll touch on that but like always we'll get into the weekly recap and basically yeah the upcoming week as well we uh, upcoming week preview so I'll, I'll i'll shut up now so i'll let someone else take take the uh discussion in terms of what what the training recaps look like for everyone yeah so we had a we had a pretty good week this week we had 58 k's in total 10 k's on tuesday 16 on thursday eight on Saturday and then 21 today with 14 Ks being at marathon pace. I got my, I got all my runs done in the morning. The humidity is hectic at the moment, but it's an improvement on last week where it was raining for most of my runs. And yeah, no, I felt pretty good today. Got about a 450 for the marathon pace for the 14 K, but I, I saw nice. Nick as... I was finishing that and I was sitting on the bench and you would have thought that I was in a sauna. I was like basically getting emotional by how hard I had to push to get that out. But it's good to see the progress because I know where I was and where I am now. And you can slowly see that incremental improvement. Well, marathons, are, yes, they're a physical feat, but I think everyone will know one if you've done one or if you've trained for one as we're or finding and Cam's only finding out this morning that they can be an emotional time as well. Yeah. Well, do you want to just touch on, because I, I, Cam didn't mention just that. He didn't mention that we'll, you and I were on the Gold Coast. So Cam gave us a rundown of what his week looked like, but how did that coincide with, I guess, you two? Because I think you guys were doing some training runs. Yeah, correct. So uh, what, since last Thursday or so, been, we were on the Gold Coast. And so it was nice to actually have a training buddy and all that because although you and I live together, Nick, is you're training a lot faster and doing completely different sessions. And so because of that, nice, mate. And so because of that, basically on my own down here, just pumping out the sessions. But technically, I think we're all that way. Um, and so it was nice, uh, at least I really enjoyed being able to have a conversation with um, Cam the entire time. So although we've known each other for the better part of probably six, seven years now through Sean, um, I don't think we've ever actually had a time like that where we've been able to chat and get to know each other. And, and so yeah, I've, actually, I've really enjoyed I that. I heard you're talking smack, Will, about me. So <laughs> what do you got to say about that? <laughs> yeah, we were. smack about you. Yeah, I'll see you after this podcast, mate. Yeah, exactly. We were saying that you would have looked a whole lot better in a pair of pink pants. Exactly, exactly. Um, order pending. <laughs> it's in the cart, ready for checkout. So... In terms of the training for this week, I think the best part was because most of the sessions I got to do with Cam is that we're very good at holding each other to a solid pace and not pushing too hard. I'm not sure about Cam, but me personally, I really struggle with holding myself back, which I'll get into in a sec with the session we did today. And so it was nice to be able to kind of have someone else to also hold me accountable to just start the pace slow and hold it slow. And I think that's what led to then today's session where I was able to really push. So just to briefly touch on today's session, that was 21 kilometers. I kind of strategized beforehand, basically how I'd complete it because I had to do 15 kilometers in there at marathon pace. And I know that marathon pace is meant to be 4.58, but in my head, as I've said in the other sessions, I'm 
I'm sorry, in the other podcast, I'm really focusing on doing a 450, 450 every single kilometer. And so today's session, uh, I start out, I did the first five kilometers as almost like a warm up in a sense. So I did that around anywhere between six minutes to 6.30 pace. Actually, I have to do in the afternoon because it was just, it was way too hot today. 41 in Sydney as a peak and then it was 30 by the time I started running. And so, yeah, first five kilometers, got that out pretty easy and immediately dropped down the pace. And the first kilometer I, I sat and it felt good. Uh, I think I did that at like four, 4.49 or something like that. Oh, no, no, that one was 4.56. Yeah. Then after that, I just kept dropping as much as I could. Um, and I think in one, one of them, I got down as far as 4.39. Yeah, yeah, we'll be verifying this all. on Strava. We'll be verifying this on Strava. So just yeah, make sure you make sure you're not telling any fibbies here. In fact, I'll whip it up right here. Nah, it's all good. So we're just gonna yeah. quickly yeah, move so for, on. Anyways, anyway, no. So four forty one, four forty four, four forty three, four forty one, four forty, four forty eight, four forty three, four thirty nine, four forty two. Oh, not 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 to shove it in your face a bit too much, Nick, but four nineteen as well. And I was at kilometer yeah. 17. So, yeah, was pushing it hard today. Um, I've, I've made a stage where I'm truly confident in myself about the fact that I can do the three-hour 30. Now it's just going to be the difficult part of, of being able to do it at that 450 pace like I've up myself. So, I know. I think Cam and I, it, 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 we have some healthy competition at the moment, um, pushing each other, and so I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, we'll see who gets to the finish line first on race day. Will be a good little competition. I should uh, mention we have spoken about this a bit, but we, we actually want to stick together the entire way. But yeah, yeah, oh, holding, it's yeah. Also- holding something else. <laughs> I don't think it's, I, I guess, important. Well, not important. It's not uh, for this podcast. It's probably not a good idea to go into my training in particular, because my goal is separate to everyone else's. And the point of this podcast is to, like I, I think we discussed in the first episode, is to give everyone an, an idea of what it's like going from zero to whatever your first marathon. But I do want to touch on strides and what they are. I think that's where my expertise can come in in terms of this training recap Recap is go g- extracting maybe like a type of session and then talking on it. So I just want to quickly on what strides are because even – the other guys here that they have the same question to me of what is stride. So usually strides anywhere from 50 to a hundred meters. And they're basically how I see them is I break them down into three sections. You've got the build, you've got the hold, and then you got like the slow down. So let's say you got a hundred meter stride. You could want to build up for about 20, 30 meters, hold that for 50 meters. And then it's a, basically a slow down, the last 20 meters and that's just stride there and the phase you're holding at is probably around i'd say 90 80 to 90 percent of all out sprints so you don't want to be getting to that 100 percent of your maximum velocity but you want to get to about 80 90 percent and just work on getting on the balls of your feet picking up your cadence uh getting used to running fast because it just prepares it just it allows your body to go through the proper running mechanics that you don't really get from running slow. So that's why a a lot of the general aerobic sessions have strides in them because if you're running slow all the time, it's good to just get a quick pickup throughout the the slower days just to remind your body of what going fast is like. So 
hopefully that makes sense to everyone out there, the people out there listening, but to these guys as well. I probably should have explained this before we started the program, but they're hearing it now as well. So any thoughts? So just to clarify, is it meant to be like, uh, is a stride meant to be a sprint or is it more no, just meant to be as fast as we can below the threshold of a sprint? No, so a stride is exactly what I, how I explained it. So it's the three stages and you build up, hold, slow down. But that's what I mean though. That technically is exactly how you're meant to do a sprint, a 100 meter sprint. Yeah, but a hundred meter sprint is, well, these strides are done off a run. So you're jogging and you start the stride from a jog. You're not starting from nothing. And the other thing I is you're, not, more, you're getting to 80, more so 90, the question, not getting to yeah, So more so the question I'm asking is about the pace. Is, is yeah, the, the pace, pace like... It's, it's weird because you don't want to be, it would be faster than, it would be faster than something you can hold. It's weird because it'd be faster than your 2K time, but it'd also be, it wouldn't be a sprint. It's a weird one. It's it, it usually just say to someone 80, 90% and then they understand it. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're yeah, not going it, all it out. It would be like running also, on track at 800 meter, doing an 800 meter or a 1500. So even you, less. So even in terms less. of pace, you're dropping your pace down to somewhere in the three minute mark. It'd be about a four hundred. It'd doing. be about a four. It'd be about a four hundred meter pace wise. But for example, my pace for when I do them on the watch is about two fifty to three minutes. All right. Yeah, that makes sense now. Sweet. That's good. Anyway, well, we went through strides as well, and now we've got a little source, a little quick section here. Tip of the week. Last week, I don't know what we came with last week. Some It was probably some stupid tip. But this tip, I found out this week, a mate told me, we're going to save this for the last episode because it's a bit of a juicy one. There's a tip on Strava that they're not telling people about. And we're going to reveal that last episode. I've got it in my diary. The tip I want to give people today is using Google Maps to map your runs out the night before, especially if you're in a new city or you're looking for new routes, and in this instance, Street View is your friend, it's do it if I'm looking for a new route or if I'm – how do I explain this? If I want to go somewhere that I haven't run before, I'll use Street um, Street View, Google Maps, go through, and then I don't – if I don't have my phone on me, I don't need it. So maybe someone's asking me. I'm getting live chats here. Someone's asking if Strava does it. I think they do, yeah. but it's a paid feature. I think it's a paid feature. So, you, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a premium. I'm a pre because I was sure if that was the feature that you were saving to last, but I found that when oh, I'm in, in a new it. city. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get those extra features because I don't have the Garmin. So, I need all the stats. <laughs> but yeah, when I've been in a new city, I've recently moved in the last three months. And I, when I was looking for running routes around here, I found that I could go into Strava and it had the saved run. Oh. I think you're what? Your Wi-Fi is cut out. What's happened to Cam? Anyway, <laughs> we lost you. Oh, we've got a bit of a technical difficulties here. Okay, until well, we'll I guess we'll move on. Cam's gone; he's frozen, so we'll just move on here. What do you reckon, Sean? <laughs> Sounds good. Oh no, here he is. He's back. Cam's back. There we go. I'm back. Sorry about what that. Um, so I you, correct you entered the wrong. matrix. So you're, saying, so you're saying that you've got paid Strava to map out the exact same run along along the beach there each week. <laughs> no it, it's one of the features so i wanted to unlock the premium strava because of the extra um analytics that you get 
but then I noticed that, but I thought that that was a feature for everyone. I didn't realize it was a paid feature. Yeah, look, if Strava wants to gift gift all a, uh, if they want to gift us all a, what do you call it, a premium account, I'm happy to use it and promote it out there. But not until that point. But not until, yeah, exactly. But yeah, if anyone's anyone wants to add to that, I think Cam was saying he's uh, uses it when he goes to a new or like he moved to this city. So yeah, the way, the, yeah. When I moved to my place I'm, that I'm in now. Unless I missed something earlier, just, I thought you were going to mention. The, I thought you were going to mention a nice <laughs> tip that you got told, which is you had mentioned early in the week some tip about how to get. Oh, oh shh. Yeah, shut up about that one. Wait, are you mentioning that later? Or... Who wants Wu to mention loves, it in the last Wu, one? Who loves dropping every, every secret he knows? He, he's, he's the... Read the room. Okay, we beeped that out. Moving on. Oh, okay. Anyway, on to the topic of the week. We're going we're gonna to get on to this discussion about mindset and uh, goal setting. I, I'm going to sit back here and moderate this all, and it's going to be more like an open discussion forum thing about going into a marathon as we get serious here is there's a lot of expectations you put on yourself and we want to go through the, I guess the mindset we've come into this with and how we've gone about goal setting. And we've got a few quotes we want to go through here. So I think the first one is the quote here. I don't know who's said this is I don't believe in motivation. I believe in discipline. So I can, I can, I know where that relates to me. And I think Cam also brought up a good point in our, whatsapp chat earlier today that ties into it but cam i think you should open up the floor with this one yeah so i think ultimately when i was early in my business career and i find that in personal development business fitness there's a lot of overlap and i think what messed me up a lot of the time early in my business career was focusing on the result and especially in business and personal finance you can look at the extrinsic motivators the material things the status symbols that you may be able to purchase to show people that you're a success. And I think that when you're using those as yardsticks, it's really easy to kind of look at the top of the mountain or what you believe is the top of the mountain. And then when you inevitably fall short, fail, whatever that may be, get discouraged and then either convince yourself it's not worth climbing that mountain or that for whatever reason, you're not the one that's meant to be on that journey and climbing that mountain. So a shift that I had in my mindset that's really helped me with my fitness and my business and my life in general is rather than looking at the goal, dissecting it, and then kind of like figuring out a to-do list to get to that end goal, figuring out, and I think subconsciously probably picked this up from people like Alex Homozi, is figuring out the routines and figuring out who you need to be where it would be it would be unreasonable for you to not achieve that goal if you were to say stay persistent with those activities. So going into this marathon and looking at the schedule that we have and the amount that we're running, the goal is a 3.30 marathon, but in my head, my goal is to follow the schedule because if we're following the schedule and we're following the program, it's unreasonable that we wouldn't be able to finish at a sub 3.30 time. And so with that quote, I think it's really simple, but if you kind of chew on it for a bit and you look at your life and you look at what you want to achieve, it's a really good way to just figure out not only what you want to achieve, but who you have to become to achieve that thing. Well, why are you Tickets laughing? are on sale on Friday. I'm, I'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> we all just gobsmacked about how well spoken that was. That was articulated very, very well. 
I think where I was going, because you also said you had a thing you post up on your oh. story today, but you post up yeah, anyway. Hey, I was inspired. On, you post up and I'm not giving you, sh- I'm not giving you any uh, shit here, but I'm, I'm being serious is there's days and I, who was I running? I was running with someone and I said, I don't want to be running today. I think I said it to you, Cam. I was like, uh, or maybe it was Will. I was running with someone. I was like, oh no, Will was on the bike. And I said to him, like, today I did not want to run. And you were saying that this morning that you just did not want to go out for a run. And that's where that quote, I, the quote I mentioned was, I don't believe in motivation. I believe in discipline is because motivation is, the, I guess the motivation can be fleeting. Whereas if you have discipline, you're like you were saying, Cam, you're going to be persistent with it. You're going to be day in, day out. You're not going to wake up and say to yourself, oh, I had a terrible sleep. So, well, wait, Will, are you required down there? Oh, is he muted muted. himself? He's muted himself. No, we're saying. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I haven't been asked yet. Well, no, we're talking about, (laughs) we're talking about how disciplines like some days you you feel like you want to do it you've you've woken up and you've had a terrible sleep or yeah i i, I think this week's been great for sean he finally understands what it's like what it's been like for me to run the last 18 weeks <laughs> being serious i've in terms of my average sleep is dead set it's terrible it's like four to five hours per night and has been that way as long as i remember guys wait hang on can you hear that can you hear that Here we it's go. all it's the world's smallest violin. Exactly. And so what, what that's shown me is, uh, at least seeing with how the rest of the group has progressed and through obviously things I've heard from other people is I reckon if I was to hone in my sleep, that's kind of probably the biggest thing for me to hone in. If I hone that in, I think my um, performance will significantly increase. That's the part but- which I'm struggling a lot with uh, in terms of discipline is not just getting to bed at a particular time, but falling asleep easily. It's something which I've always struggled with. And so it's, it's something I'm... But what we're talking about here at. is in terms of mindset is, yeah, you might be struggling with sleep, but it's still going, getting out there and getting it done in terms of you, you're still, you might wake up and you've had a terrible sleep, but you're still waking up and getting after it. I think it having anyway. that mindset of, oh, I've had a terrible sleep or I'm going to do... I'm, I'm going to adjust the program because I've had a bad sleep. Is I think you'll well, I think find that's a major that... thing is like this morning, for example, sake. I've hit a stage where previously, if I had bad sleep, I'd either skip the session entirely for the day, or I would still get up of a morning go do the run, but then I'd take a bunch of kilometers off. Whereas today, I was adamant. I'm like, regardless of it, I'm not going. Regardless of how bad the sleep's been, I'm not going to reduce the actual training session that I have to do. And so that's why I push it to the afternoon and um, maybe a way to put the temperature drop a bit down and and give it a go there. Now, in an ideal world, yes, I would have preferred to have done in the morning, but uh, I found a good counter to that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's, that's where through a marathon training block is you'll find sometimes, and this is another one from Cam, is he, he said to, I'm ripping words out of your mouth, is make the journey the goal rather than the result. And I think where that ties into what Wills just said is that if you're going through every day and getting it done versus focusing on the actual process, the result's going to take care of itself. And that's what people have yeah. got to understand is throughout this, if, you, if you're doing your own block, yeah, you'll find that there's days that you do have to adjust and that's 
the importance of it's better to tick off five days of the week than take the entire week off. And I'm of the understanding is never miss two sessions in a row. So if you miss a session, you're not missing the one after that for whatever reason. Absolutely. The only other place where I can relate the quote before, which is I don't believe in motivation, I believe yeah, in discipline. Very true. Would, would be my um would be my my gym training. I'd say last year, twenty twenty three, is that entire year I had no motivation to go to the gym at all. Um, and this, every single session that I did do, I maybe did eighty percent of all the sessions that I could have done, and. With that, what I found is, um, yeah, what I found is that I just got in there. It was like doing the dishes. It's like not something you necessarily enjoy, but you just have to do it. And uh, th- that's how I've taken the approach to the marathon training is I'm going to dislike each training session more than I'm going to actually enjoy them. And so when I have awesome moments with Cam, for example, like where I'm able to go run and do a few sessions with him, I really appreciate that. And, and in the moment, I try to be present and, and enjoy it for what it is. Because I know I knew that I was going to return back to Sydney this week, for example's sake, and be back training by myself, which is just not going to be the same. So We appreciate you, Sean and Cam. On the motivation thing, I will say that from experience over the last nine months, I've found that no meaningful change happens in your life until motivation has died and you're forced to to continue with the action that you said you're going to do it's saying it i haven't found any other reality to be true like with the running or with anything when you start something new it's exciting so it's it's piss easy to actually do something whether that's wake up early or eat a clean diet or go for a run but two weeks into something new chances are it's going to become trivial and it's up to you to decide whether you continue to force yourself to do it or not. And until motivation has died, nothing's going to happen long-term in your life. But yeah, my brain doesn't, I've got no idea what I'm saying. No, it makes sense. Cause I was going to talk about how the, like you're saying, the motivation to do the 125 mega hard challenge. I'm on day 14 now, and there's probably been, six out of the 14 days where I'm looking at my thing and being like, oh, I've got to post something. I've got nothing. Yeah. And just going through and I've found easy ways to get the content out, but it's th- like anything. You're not going to wake up every day wanting to do the tasks that need to be done. And that goes yeah. the same I with think, the, the running. Yeah. And because I've got to go in about two minutes to tend to the baby, but what I will say on that is like what we were discussing before this podcast is now that you know the baby's been born there is zero percent possibility of implementing any kind of routine or structure into my day uh we we are at the mercy of the baby's schedule so if i'm reliant on motivation to get any of my runs done for the next 16 weeks i'm probably going to do zero runs because when you're operating on three hours of sleep and you're only ever sleeping for, you know, 90 minutes at a time, or if you're lucky, you get a three hour spell, then any break or spare time that I have, I'm going to be motivated to go and have a nap. So it's up to me to have the discipline to go out there and do the run. Otherwise, you know, the, the goal of a three thirty marathon is, is. Yeah. And, and we'll, I think that's the good thing about this podcast is we'll be we've let it slide this week, but next week we'll be on your heels, mate, giving you 
just shit if you haven't done any runs. So you can expect sure. that. But on that note, I am going to tap myself out of this recording. Goodbye, short. Say goodbye to the people out there. Goodbye, people. Goodbye. Fantastic. So while, while Cam's loading, hopefully you can hear this, is I think we want to discuss the – the comment we've got up on our screen now is you got you guys can't see it, but it's the one that stuck with me a lot of the time is goals without a plan are just dreams waiting to fail. Because and there's a there's a second there's a second component with that is because we'll touch on both of it of these things is that you can have the best plan in the world, but if there's no action and Cam, you were saying something earlier today as well about this is that is if you've got no if you don't have a plan, what I'm trying to say is we're talking about you need a plan, otherwise they're just trains waiting to be waiting to fail. Is that a plan that isn't being actioned on is useless. So you can have the best plan in the world, but if you're not taking the steps to actually complete what's written down on a plan, then you're wasting your time. I can make color to that. Um, yeah. Very just true. jump in, Will. Just jump in. No need to. Yeah, sure. So this this marathon block, if if I didn't have each program, because what I've found is uh, previously I was going into a lot of depth around how I was scheduling it and what I was doing, but I found that too much. And so I kind of wound it back to what I have found to be the perfect method for me. And this is what works for me, but maybe doesn't work for everyone else is I just look, okay, on Sunday night, what runs do I have for the week moving forward? And all I do is on my calendar app on my phone, I just put in a reminder of the kilometers that I have to run on that particular day. I don't set myself a, hey, I have to do it in the morning or I have to do it at lunchtime or nighttime. I don't set any of those. Obviously in the back of my mind, I'm like, ideally I want to do it in the morning. But the main part is what's the action that moves the needle and make that the focal point of the plan that I have and schedule that in each week. And regardless of what um, curveballs life throws at you, that's when I that, that's when I complete it. So for example's sake, it's easy for me to say right now because I'm not in Sean's position, but if I was to give advice to Sean on this one, I would simply say to him whether it's 2 in the morning or whether it's 2 p.m. in the afternoon, it's whatever time you can fit it, fit it in. The moment you just think of, of, of what it is that you need to do, get the shoes on and get out there because there's no going to be a good time, especially in his situation. There's never going to be a good time. Um, and so it's better just to get like, have it kind of scheduled like how I've done keep it very casual. These particular days, I've got to do this and just get it done when you can, no matter the time of day. Yeah. And I said this on the first episode was you've you know, like, I've never regretted going for a run, but I have regretted not going for a run. And that just, kind of summarizes each each thing that i guess we're trying to hone in on with our message here is the goal of finishing the marathon is great but like we're saying you've got to tick off the boxes along the way you've got to tick off the boxes along the way and and yeah that's one of the that ways you can go about it i don't, I don't know if i'm back yeah, you're yeah, back. You're back let, let me know if you guys can actually hear me apologies <laughs> but yeah, yeah the long and short of it is if you can break down those bigger goals and you can actually put together the the routines and the rituals to be able to actually 
deliver on those bigger goals by the things that you're doing day in and day out. I liken it more to the skill of something like an ice bath, not to be kind of overly bro-ish or run bro-ish, but the same skill that it takes to just switch your brain off for a second and just go, I'm going to let my body do something. I'm going to just mindlessly, my brain is screaming, going, I don't want to go for a run. I don't want to get in this ice bath. I don't want to, whatever it may be, but just being able to actually follow through with it anyway. I think that that's a skill. And I think that running is a great way to hone that skill. Yeah. And and that ties back to the whole discipline thing is there's a lot of wishy-washy stuff out there of people talking about, oh, I need to be motivated to do X, Y, Z. I need to be, oh, I need to be motivated to go for a run. Whereas if you've told yourself, I'm getting a run done, I put that down to discipline. And that's something I've built in, in myself and I'm trying to instill in Sean, Cam and Will is the discipline. And at the end of the day, there I can give them all the tools and I want to give – I guess one tool because I saw a nice video today. I think Instagram was listening to our conversation about mindset and goal setting because a video popped up on on my explore page and essentially it talked about how every, people who listen to this might have heard this before is you want to get a piece of paper, write down 10 goals and you want them in, I think, present tense, but they're for the future. So like, for example, if you're running a marathon, you might, might put 10 goals down. I want to run or no, sorry, it would say I will run and then you put your goal time and then, or you could extrapolate this out so it's 10 goals related to your life, but you'd want them in you in the future, but they're in present first. Look, help me out here. My English is If not, I've understood it correctly. Good English is not bad to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I've understood it correctly, the wording of the goal rather than the usual I will achieve this rather than it being that it is, I have achieved it. Correct. It's the fact yeah. that you're, you're manifesting that you've already achieved it. Yeah, that's it. So I'd yeah. say I ran a yeah. 252 marathon. And then what, what way it works is you've written down 10 goals for your life. And then one of those in there could be your marathon goal. But then you go through, look at it, pick your number one, goal circle it and then you get a new sheet of paper and write down the steps that are going to get you there i think that's how it went and to me it's a different way of looking at because i think a lot of people out there would un would have seen the whole smart goal where it's the specific goal measurable attain uh i forgot what a stands for you got time uh relatability etc etc and that can get a bit mundane so if you're a person who's goal done a lot of goal setting, this is a different way of looking at things. And it's I'm going to go back and look at my goals and change it to the way the, the person in that video explained. And we'll link it in in the bio, the actual video itself. So because it, it, it's a good little watch. It's about 30 seconds and it explains what the goal is. Yeah, I'd like to see that because I found something like the smart goal system. Just to briefly take this back for a step is I've just found in general, as I've worked on different self-development things, um, even beyond the running is I've found there's all this advice. I'll do smart goals, do this type of goals and all this different stuff. And uh, I've found that it sounds good on paper, but when I've gone to actually do it, it overcomplicates it and just makes it too difficult to approach. Whereas 
at least based off what I've heard from what you said so far is that video is it's very straightforward. Pick the goal that's most important and then immediately start on the action steps to get you there as opposed to, oh, okay, let's set a time frame. Let's set this, let's set that. You spend all this time creating this goal, but no time actually doing anything with it. So yeah, um, and, yeah I'm, I'm very the, interested to see. And the last point to that is usually the one goal that sticks out to you will, if you start actioning towards that, it will have a flow and effect with the other goals on that list as well. So that was just one last point I wanted to just put out there as well before we move on to gear product review, bit of change of tone. But Cam's just going to quickly run through his favorite bit of gear and hopefully people out there can agree or disagree. I think Cam's frozen here. Oh, hopefully he doesn't fully kick him out. <laughs> oh, He's hilarious. sitting there and he looked very stern. Anyway, look, we'll have to come back to this next week. I think we're just going to – we've got a few more things. Oh, there he is. But I think we'll oh. come back to this next week. So, look, we're, we're going to wrap this one up. Next week, we've got – we're going to be discussing hybrid training for all of you runners out there. That basically means you're going to the gym and running as well. It's a big wave that's coming across the running scene at the moment because being – Having a multifaceted approach, I think I'm saying that correct, is you're able to get the best of both worlds. There's no point, I think we've, I've said this on to the guys here, is there's no point running 42Ks if you can't lift a bit of weights So, and vice versa. So that's going to be next week's uh, topic and I guess we'll plug our accounts. Sean's not here, so I'll plug his account. I think it's into, Sean, into, Sean's, into Sean's mind. mind into Sean's mind. So go follow him. My account's at got big Nick energy. Mine's Will Jeffrey. And, and uh, yeah, Cam, it. I think he's frozen, but I'll shout him out as well. It's at Cam Schrodes, I believe. And he's, you'll be able to find it if you go follow finish line formula on Instagram and TikTok and all those accounts. Thanks for tuning in. We're about to wrap this up. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review the podcast and usually we have a poll attached to it. So vote on the poll as well. I think we're at five stars on our Spotify. So all our parents or groups of parents have uh, given us five stars. So shout out to them for, for giving us five stars. I think we're getting pushed in the Spotify algorithm because of it. So shout out to those guys. Any, any words, Cam frozen. <laughs> okay, anyway. Looks like I might've just come through again. There you um, go. Can you guys say goodbye to the people out there? We can see, we can hear you. All right, I'll, I'll uh, say goodbye yeah. to the people. Um, I wasn't sure if you got my socials, but it's Cam Schroeds on everything, C-A-M-S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-S. Um, Let's go. Yeah, sorry, sorry about the Wi-Fi again. Good to be here. Chat again next week. See you next week.